The Grow Your Group Show, Episode 9. Giving you the tools you need to recruit more people, raise more money, and change more lives. It's the Grow Your Group Show with your host, Mike Cooney. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. This is episode nine of the Grow Your Group Show. We made it all the way to episode nine. And in this episode, we are going to talk about second round Cub Scout recruiting. Now, we'll do the business first. All the things I'm going to talk about, I'll talk about some stuff. That'll be mikecommunity.net slash nine. You can find all that on the show notes page. If you like what you're hearing and you want to support the show and keep us going, and we really do need your support, you can do your Amazon shopping at mikecommunity.net slash Amazon or mikecommunity.net slash Patreon. If you just want to make a monthly donation, so you know, throw a buck our way, that would be handy. And if two of you do it, that'd be even better. But it does make a big difference. I want to thank everybody for the nice emails I've been getting and the nice feedback I've been getting for the show. Uh, it does mean a lot. And if I'm helping you out, man, that means a lot to me because, I mean, the program I'm talking about, you know, made our lives better, uh, made my life better. I think I'll do an episode coming up on uh, on how scouting has made my life better. Also working on getting some popcorn people coming up because we've had some requests for that. So today I'm going to talk Cub Scout Round 2 Recruiting. So, and I've been reading, you know, some people I've seen have done awesome in their first round recruiting and some have gone badly and I have been part of both. And sometimes it's not your fault that your first recruiting session didn't go so well. I have run recruiting nights where I have had crickets and it is lonely where you are sitting there and nobody's showing up and, you know, you get to figure out, you know, what went wrong. So the first thing you want to figure out is how do you know if you did well or you didn't do well? And, you know, how can you say, I got to fix it? You know, if you got, you know, I think of the tiny town of Monticello, Maine, and I started a pack there and I got five kids in my recruiting night, which in some towns would be awful for Monticello where they only had seven kids total in town who could join. That was a home run. You know, that was all right. We are cooking with gas. We got set. We got, you know, we are given program to five kids. So you got to figure out, hey, how do you know you're doing well? Well, one thing you want to look at is how many kids did you win with last year? So you're thinking of your journey to excellence. Um, well, one of the requirements is to recruit, you know, is to, is to grow your pack. And if you're not growing, you know, eventually you can only get to zero. So you're, you're going to not exist. So you want to keep growing. If you're thinking, I don't have enough volunteers to, to recruit more kids, well, you get volunteers from recruiting kids. You know, that's where the parents come from. That's where you're going to get those kids. You need to recruit them. and so, how many kids should you have in your pack? Well, nationally, I'm, I'll use the phrase density. And I think when I hear the word density, I go right away to Back to the Future with George McFly looking at, at Lorraine and going, you are my density. And, you know, maybe if you haven't seen Back to the Future, just go watch it right now, pause the podcast, come back, and th- that line will make sense and nothing else I will be talking about will refer to Back to the Future. But eh, it's a good film anyway. So how many kids should you have? Your density is the number of kids that you have registered in your pack divided by the number of kids in town who are eligible to join your pack. And if you have more than one pack in town, the math gets a little bit funkier. Generally, you, know, you go by schools, and if there's two packs, divide it by two. That's your, you know. But just as a basic ballpark figure, so let's just say you've got 100 kids in your school who, you know, who are boys, and you've got 20 in your pack, 
20 divided by 100, your density is 20%, which means that if you've got 100 kids in your school and you get 20, you're doing okay. And if you've got 1,000 and you've got 20, you're not doing so well. And it's not that, you know, well, it's not that you, you aren't doing well, your efforts aren't appreciated. It's just that you're not serving as many kids as you should be serving. And that good program you're doing needs to either get better or get to more kids. So it's either, it's either a marketing problem or a program problem. It is not a, you're a bad person problem. So I think, you know, you don't want to get defensive when someone says, you know, you need to have more kids than you have. Yeah, you do. But it's not that you're doing anything wrong. You can, you know, nobody's good at everything. So when somebody asks you that, don't get defensive. It's how can they help you? What can they do that will make you a little bit better? Because it's not just your job to recruit kids. If you're in a Cub, you're in a Cub Scout pack, there are a lot of people who are sitting in meetings wondering how they can get more kids in your pack. They're not fun meetings. They, you know, they happen on the district level. They happen on the council level. They happen on the regional level. They happen on the national level. So, getting back to your TAY is the number of kids you could have. Your density. If you're under twenty, you got you got work to do. If you're over twenty, good job. You still want to get more. It's you know one more kid makes a difference. So let's look at some of the ways. So let's look at, we'll do a postmortem. What didn't work? Real, you know, re- realizing that recruiting is a marathon and not a sprint. So, you know, you're not done, you know, my recruitment was on September 14th and I'm done on September 15th. I turned the applications in, we're calling it a day. No, we need to recruit more kids. Even if you recruited 50 kids, you want to add some more because you're going to make their lives better. Um, you know, and if you you know, we we have no more room physic in our physical space, you know, you might need more meetings. You might need more, you might, it might be time to start thinking about you know, creating another pack. If you've got that problem, good for you. I do know some packs who have that in the North where I am, most don't. So let's start, you know, with our postmortem. What didn't work? I mean, the biggest thing I can think that usually is the big train wreck is that the flyers didn't go home. Why didn't the flyers go home? Were they in a way that the secretary didn't didn't like? Did they go out go home too late? You know, so this is usually a school relationship problem. So this means that someone has to go to the school and say, "What are we doing wrong?" You know, I generally approach a school, even if I think they're in, even if I think they're horrible idiots, which I never do. But let's just say I thought they were the worst thing about them. You go in thinking, "All right, you know, what can I do? You, you know, how, what can we? What are we doing wrong? How can we make this easier for you?" Just, the, just my general approach is I walk into a school. Hi, how you doing? You know, my name's Nick. I'm with the Cub Scouts. You know, we had a, some issues with the Flyers going home. Did we do something wrong? How can we make it better the next time? You know, sometimes they're separated in a way that, that doesn't work. Sometimes they are, you know, they got there too late. You know, the, the Friday folders go out on Friday. You know, the, you know, I think it's Wednesday folders in law school. But say the Wednesday folders, we need the stuff here on Tuesday and your stuff got there on Thursday. Well, that would mean they didn't go home could be a problem to flyer itself, especially when I, when I was running them for a district, um, I'm doing 40 flyers and I would run, you know, and my biggest thing, and you know, you can find me in Plainfield and tell me I'm what a jerk I am. But, you know, sometimes the flyer would say Tuesday, the 19th, when Tuesday was the 18th, um, there could be an issue there. You got to figure out what it was, you know, did some other bit of marketing not work out? Was there another huge event in town in the night you didn't know about? Was there a storm? I have had, you know, my first it was my second year in Connecticut. We were doing recruiting, and we had a hurricane hit Connecticut. The next year, we had an ice storm. So there was no power for the whole area right in the beginning, beginning of recruiting. Well, that's going to cause a problem. So you got to figure, you know, you start with what went wrong, the basic blocking and tackling of recruiting. What worked? What didn't work? You know, did you get a boy talk in? A second round recruiting is a great time to get a boy talk in. A great time. 
to walk into the school. You know, we, we missed you, you know, on the, our first round. Can we get five minutes at lunch to talk to the kids? And I will include my um, everything you want to know about Boy Talks article on the show notes page. But, you know, and, you know, so, but yeah, doing Boy Talks are fun. And the, the one thing you really want to think about is, did you hit all the private schools in your area? You want to make sure you got every private school in your area covered. Because generally, I, mean, I find, you know, even in the public schools might give you an argument. The Catholic schools or, you know, the private schools treat me like a conquering hero when I go in. Thank you for coming, sir. You know, you, 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 know, you want to talk to the kids about Cub Scouts? Great. How much time do you need? Uh, you know, the public schools are like, you know, it's four and a half minutes on a watch. They're staring at you the whole time, even though I'm great at opening milk. So I can be kind of popular with that. But the Catholic schools, you know, I've never had them say no. Usually it's, you know, do you want to go on Tuesday or Thursday? Do you want to be there at 9 or 9.15? They're usually that easy. And, I, you know, so, and it's going to make things easier for you. So flyers is a big one. Did they work? Did they not work? And, you know, you know was there a problem with, with an e-flyer? And the other thing you want to start thinking about is all the things, you know, did you get your yard signs up? Were your yard signs in the wrong spot? Were they in the wrong places? You know, did you get all the flyers up in all the grocery stores and gas stations or where you could around town? And I'll, I'll put my, my 23 places to put a flyer up, article up um, on the show notes page, mikecoody.net slash nine. You know, did you get those up too? Because those, you know, where, where are people finding you? You know, and I, you know, and I like to leave those up year round. So I just have contact information or a website on there or, you know, or send me an email. But those are some big ones to be doing. You know, are there any events coming up that you can get? Could you get a table at? You know the new the new favorite my my four year old's favorite thing to do. Well, he's got a favorite new favorite thing to do every couple of weeks. But one of his favorite things to do is the trampoline park. Loves the trampoline park. Wants to go and just bounce, bounce, bounce. Because that's what four year olds do. And jump into the big foam pit, um, and then throw the foam balls at each other. And he loves it. But could you get you know? Do you have a trampoline park in your area where you could set up a table on a Saturday morning? You know, is there an amusement park in your area? Is there a fair? Is there a carousel? Where do the kids and their parents go on a weekend? What other places can you hit? Have you flyered? Have you done church bulletin inserts for every church in your town? Well, you've got a few people going to churches these days, but the ones who do are more likely to join your program. So that's a great audience for you. Another great one that I think everybody should think about is one of my old Cub Masters when I was in Maine. Not old. When I was in Maine, it was almost 10 years ago. So she's not old. She's she's wonderful. My, my, you know, my friend Jane up there would always have slow first recruiting night. She'd do one in you know, early September and then she'd get like six kids. And I was like, you know, what are we doing here? And, you know, I, I was, I was nervous. And Jane's looking at me like, I got this. Don't worry about it. I'm going to bring you 20 kids at the end of the month. And every year she did because Jane would print out flyers. And on the last day of soccer, every single year, Jane would work the crowd and just walk up and down, handing out flyers at the soccer games. At the last day of soccer. I mean, this is northern Maine, so soccer ends a little bit earlier because winter comes. And, you know, then it becomes, you know, hockey and you get, you know, 200 inches of snow every year. But she every year was bringing in 20, 25 kids because she she knew was that that's when I get them. So can you work soccer? Another cool idea that I've heard is can you work Halloween? How many trick-or-treaters come to your house? My old house, when I lived on the pond, we had none. And now, now that we live in a more residential neighborhood, all the time. So I'm handing out business cards for Cub Scouts. So people come to my house or we leave them out with a candy bowl uh, when we take our kids out. But how can you do that? Can you work out that? 
Because that's just, you know, that's just one more way you're going to get people and you're going to get them in a good mood. You know, you're giving kids candy and Cub Scouts. What's better than that? You know, have you got a big weekend activity going on? Have you, you know, you should be getting your kids outside within 30 days. And I wrote, and I wrote something about that, the 30 day rule, and I'll have that on the show notes page. But at your 30 day event, you, that should be a bring a buddy event. All your events in the fall are bring a buddy events. And that's really the thing you want to be hitting on as you're working forward, is your bring a buddy. And I'll, I'm, I'm linking like crazy today, linking to uh, bring a buddy cards. Are, do you have bring a buddy cards? And you know, make ones you can print yourself. But every kid should have those. And the kids you just got are your best recruiters. I went there. You should have been there. It was awesome. You know, we missed that night. Okay. But you want everything you do from now on is a bring a buddy event. And if you want to get me, there are patches that you can get from your from your council, the recruiter patches. Um, these new kids want patches. The old kids want patches. But that's a thing that you want to do. So every pack meeting you do from now on is a recruiting activity. You want to make sure you've got one of those. Tell your council, this is a recruiting event for us. Because you, you want flyers for that. You want a Facebook activity for your next pack meeting. If, you know. You can either do your next pack meeting or a separate recruiting night. Most packs want to go with their next pack meeting, but that's what you want to do. You want to make sure you're you're you're, you're filling that room, so you're going to get you know your next pack meeting. You're flyering that, you're Facebook eventing that. I just found a new thing, a new site. Only I, I found it because someone linked to my site from it, and it's oh, it's a new social media thing that I would you know. Next door. So it's nextdoor.com. There's a there's an iTunes app, next door. And it's a social media thing, but it's not where you see your friends, it's where you see people who live in your general area. So you want to really think about that. You want to think how can I get big events going on? How can I do you know, do a rocket launch? Do a big fun activity like that. Do, you know, all sorts of things like that. You know, how can I set up an event and set up a tent outside the school? And then really hammer that peer-to-peer stuff because that's going to do it for you. The other thing that most most people don't think about, they think of popcorn and recruiting as separate things. They're not. Popcorn is how you pay for scouting, but it's also you're having interaction with a lot of people in the public. A lot of people in the public that you are talking to, you know, in a more relaxed manner. So if you're doing a show and sell outside, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I think Pack 4 Norwich does one outside, or I think it's maybe 17, I forget which, does a, uh, does one, does the show and sell it. So my buddy Rodney's uh, Old Times Restaurant in Norwich. So you come out of you know, Old Times, you've just had your breakfast, and you buy some popcorn. Well, everybody who buys popcorn from you should be getting a Cub Scout flyer. You know, as rote, you, you know, R-O-T-E, not W-R-O-T-E. But should be getting a Cub Scout flyer. You're doing that. You're going to get, and, you know, don't assume that, you know, they don't have kids. They might. They could have grandkids. They could have nieces and nephews. My brother has no kids, but he's got, you know, a nephew who's going to be a Cub Scout next year. So, you know, think about that. If you're doing door-to-door show and sells, which you totally should be doing, get out in your community during the day, you know, on a Saturday morning or a Sunday afternoon. You know, knock on the door. People love to see your Cub Scouts. You know, little little guy in a blue suit saying, do you want to buy some popcorn with me is is brutal to say no to. But knock on those doors. You know, the, the most successful people, the, the biggest reason people don't join Cub Scouts is nobody asked. Well, you're asking them to buy, pop, buy popcorn. 
Like while you're doing it, hey, you know, I have a character changing program that's going to make your kid's life better or your grandson's life better. Have that right with you. You're knocking on doors as it is. Go for it all. So wrap this one up. I think this, should, this actually went better than I thought it would. Um, I had some fun doing this one. So we are going to talk some popcorn. And, uh, but yeah, so wrap it up. The biggest thing right now is sort of psychological because I know it hurts. You've put a lot of work into getting your first recruiting night done and you got nobody. And that just hurts. It's brutal. But you got to pick yourself up and you got to keep at it because there are kids out there who need this program and need it badly. They need it badly. They need, you know, they need, you know, somewhere to go where they're going to get that support they need. They're going to need that, you know, our program really helps change people's lives. And that's what you're selling when you're selling Cub Scouts. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, don't forget to check out the show notes page, mikecuda.net slash nine. And uh, if you've got any great ideas for um, for second round recruiting, please leave them in the comments below or shoot me an email, Mike, info at mikecuda.net. And uh, have a great weekend. And thank you so much for what you're doing. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Grow Your Group Show. Visit MikeCooney.net to subscribe to the show for free, and we'll see you next time.